Hello, this is Sarah Pearson, Features Editor at the Concord Monitor, here with Granite Geek David Brooks to learn more about an article he wrote this week. Hello, Dave. And hello, Sarah. So today we're talking about online reviews, specifically how people know whether to trust them. That's right, and I don't. Never. You're so cynical. I Yes. But, you know, there's a good reason for that. It's because, you know, you can't tell anything about this person or bot or whatever, and there is considerable evidence that uh, companies have learned the importance of online reviews, and they spend money writing ones that support them or bashing their opponents. Uh, they are deliberately tweaking them. And since you, you don't know, I just assume they're all fake. They're all propaganda. But you learned about some interesting research about a signal that some people use maybe not even realizing it to judge the validity of reviews. Yeah, that's right. That's a, that was it was a really interesting piece of research um, done by a, uh, a marketing professor at Dartmouth named Lauren uh, Gruel, and she's interested in how online communication affects people's behavior. And so kind of one of the things he's looking at is, is reviews because you can sort of see whether there's any correlation with, you know, subsequent purchases. So. And what is it that she found? Well, they looked at, uh, she and her, uh, another researcher uh, looked at a TripAdvisor. Um, it's, you know, a travel site you probably might know about it, and it's got reviews. And the reason I looked at it is because it signals, it has a little, little words telling you whether the review when it was posted by a mobile device. So if you wrote it on a smartphone, it'll say that. And this was a place where they could find that information so they could compare reviews that were written on, you know, like a laptop or something versus those who were written on a smartphone. And so what's so special about the difference between a smartphone versus a computer? They found that, well, actually, let me, let me back up slightly. So they found that there was a difference at people are more likely to respond to positive reviews written on a smartphone. Respond is that they did some follow-up surveys and, and tests to, to find mm -hmm. some correlation. Um, respond to a positive review on a smartphone than a computer. And the first assumption was that this was because of timing. So um, they thought, well, smartphone reviews are usually written like right there. You know, you don't have you, you, you something happens or something buy something. Or you you see your hotel room and you write it immediately. As compared to your computer, you might write it a couple hours later. So people might think, well, then therefore the the immediate one is is more relevant. But that's not true. They didn't find any any correlation in timing at all. So you finally figured out and through these surveys and experiments that the thing that people were doing was that it's harder to write a review on your smartphone to type with your thumbs as compared to sitting at a computer and typing it or just to do any scrolling and searching. And because it's harder, because it, it's more effortful to use their terminology, people probably unconsciously give it more credence. So if you're going to go to the effort of writing this, it must be real. That's what they're thinking. So, and. As I actually I mentioned positive because another interesting thing they found was that or interesting to me anyway is that this only affected positive reviews. So a positive review from a smartphone got more reaction than a positive review not from a smartphone. Whereas a negative review got the same level of reaction regardless of whether it was from a smartphone or not. And the, that seems to be because people generally give negative information, negative reviews more credence than positive reviews to start with. 
because basically they assume, you know, if you're saying it's swell, then maybe you're just being polite. But if you're saying, God, it sucks, it's something must have really happened and so it's legitimate. So if, if the negative review is already got so much credence, there really isn't much more credence that could be given to it by a smartphone. So I, I also found that quite interesting. So, but it was just so you get bonus points for typing nicely on a smartphone, but not bonus points for anything else. That's, yes, that's right. And, and may I just say that this kind of indicates how obnoxious human beings are, is that we give more credence to negative, bad news, to yelling. And this is, maybe this explains our politics, right? You know, and the politicians have learned that if they say bad things about each other, we respond more. Whereas if they say good things about policy, we just zone out. Anyway. So what about you? Are you going to start believing online reviews by smartphone users? No, I'm assuming that the businesses have kind of already figured this out uh, and are tweaking it enough already. And there's probably some, you know, Ukrainian hacker who's developed a smartphone app that can generate faked smartphone reviews at the touch of a button. So, nah, I don't believe any of them. So you're going to just have to try every place yourself? It'll be like the days before smartphones, which actually did exist. You know, people your age may not realize this, but it used to be that, you know, you had to make... You're going to have to actually talk to other people to get reviews? Or maybe go there, or maybe, like, take a chance. Ooh. (laughs) So risky, dude. It is. It's very risky. Thanks for chatting. You bet. You can learn more about the study of reviews at ConcordMonitor.com, and you can see all the Granite Geek columns and related stories at GraniteGeek.org. And you can subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher, Google Music, Podbean, or iTunes. The theme music is Little Smartphone People by The Spide Kicks. (laughs) 